street epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. Please follow me on Twitter at MagnaBosco or on Facebook and YouTube at MagnaBosco210. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. Would you have time for an interview? Beautiful. Thank you. I'm doing short interviews where I set a timer for like four minutes and we pick a topic that you think is true. That I think is true. Yeah. Or maybe even something that you're wondering about, you're questioning. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> so the idea here is to, yeah, like pick a topic you think is true. Maybe you think ghosts are real. Vaccines cause autism. Gender is a social construct. There's a higher power. We better build that wall at the border because that's the best thing for this country. Something like that. Something that you you think is true and you actually behave differently because you think that it's true. It could even be something that sometimes when you express your view on it, your other friends think it's a little unusual. It could be something like that too. I like the ghost thing. You want to do ghosts? Yeah, I totally believe in ghosts. Awesome. Are you cool if I record this? Yeah. Okay, I've got another camera up there. You want to just stand there? Actually, could you stand there? Because they're doing some construction behind me and I think this would, I'm gonna to try to block my, use my body to block the noise as much as possible. All right, let me get this one going. What's your first name? Tetra. My name is Anthony. Hi. Pleasure to meet you. Pleasure. You wanna talk about ghosts? Yeah. T-E-T-R-A? Yes. Okay. What keeps you busy? Um, I'm an art student. Nice. And I work at the zoo. You work at the zoo? Yeah. Any particular area? You work with snakes or the elephants or I wish. butterflies? I'm really interested in ornithology and avian psychology, and I study it on the side along with my actual degree in art. Hmm. So I'm trying to get into aviculture there, but Aviculture. Yeah, that's what it's called. What is the what is the description of that? So basically they monitor, breed house and care for and feed all of the birds huh for the entire zoo okay and you're you're trying to get into that area is that yes. right okay but what are the what are the chances of getting in there they looking pretty good or is it competitive well, it is extremely competitive but i know some people and i've been talking around okay and trying to work work the connections a little bit yeah trying my I would imagine if it's if it's an area that you're interested in pursuing academically, then maybe they would try to make an effort to get you in there. Or is it political? Well, I mean, How does I've, that... I've been thinking about <laughs> going back to it. Okay. When I graduate and get my BFA, just go back to school and start hmm. studying. I found out what I really loved out of life, like, way too late. And that's what? Science. Birds? Oh, science. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Just natural sciences. Are you a naturally scientifically minded person? That's difficult because mm. I'm also spiritual. Like I believe in ghosts. Mm. So, That's why I asked the question because yeah. I was wondering because uh, it's, it's I'm always fascinated when I meet somebody who does think that there's a supernatural realm, and yet they also identify as scientifically minded. And I'm wondering how they they well, navigate that. For me, what it was is. I mean, science makes sense to me, and I love it. It's fascinating, it's interesting, and I love how the more you learn, the more it changes your perspective and the perspective of other people. 
like I'm very environmentally conscious and usually when I start telling people about these cool places and these cool animals, they become more environmentally conscious. Okay. But going back to the spiritual, I absolutely believe in it because I've had like firsthand experiences. Hmm. Okay, maybe we can talk about that a little bit. Okay. I'll set my timer because I don't want to hold you up for too long. Is this the reason why you think that there's ghosts? You had some sort of experience, or are there, I've had or a few experiences, and yeah, absolutely, I believe hmm. there's got to be something like that. Um, a couple of experiences have even been shared. One with my mother. Hmm. That one was particularly freaky. Mm -hmm. A couple with my friends. Hmm. I mean, if if more than one person, me, is experiencing the exact same thing at the exact same time, and we're both like coherent we're not on anything which mm. by the way i'm straight edge i don't do anything okay and i mean logic says that it probably happened okay so. can we define what you mean by ghosts mm -hmm. or spirit i think you used both words there i'm not sure yeah sure what, what are we talking about exactly well um see i also i also kind of like believe in demons so mm -hmm. i think that there are those that are malevolent and those that are just kind of hanging out. There's good demons and bad demons? Well, no, no. I wouldn't say that there are any good good demons. I would just say that there are spirits and then there are demons. Spirits and demons. Yeah. and that, Spirits are the good ones and demons are bad? Well, no. Spirits can also be, like, malevolent. Like, if you have the ghost hmm. of a murderer. I'm not, like, pointing at anything specific. I'm just giving a scenario. Now, Maybe. Jeffrey Dahmer passed away several years ago. Is it your view that there's a spirit or a demon of him that running all depends around? depends on, in my, like, in my, from my perspective, whether or not he had unfinished business. Huh. Unfinished business. How sure are you that demons and spirits are real? Zero to 100. 100. 100%? There's Probably no question. Yeah. There's no question in your mind? There's no doubt? No. No doubt. Nope. I've seen it. I felt it. Mm-hmm. You've the seen experience it, I had you with felt my it. mother, mm -hmm. we had just, we were living in base housing and we had just come home from grocery shopping Yeah. with uh, my two brothers. Mom and I fill up our arms with bags, we go to the door, as soon as she opens the door, one of our movies on the bookshelf right there in the living room goes flying off the shelf. A like, book from the bookshelf? No, a movie, a VHS tape. A VHS tape. As if it were thrown, smashes mm -hmm. against the wall, and her and I are completely struck and then we struck see, in that you were amazed yeah Is that what you mean it was struck could mean like hit you were hit physically hit with it oh, no, that's, no, that's, no, i don't no. want to understand you no, no no we were just we didn't know what to do we were you both looked at each other and astonished. like astonished yes okay yeah. when that happened how did you come to the conclusion that it, it was, had been a ghost yeah we both saw the same silhouette of a man that looked like my grandpa we both saw him in the same spot, of right the, there next to the wall, mm. where it had crashed against the wall. At the time that a VHS tape ejected from your bookshelf... We were standing in the doorway. So, so You're standing if, in the doorway. Yeah, so if you're my mom, like the doorway's probably like right at that line. Okay. And there's a living room. Like, oh, okay. as if it were thrown. Huh. It was crazy. And then, you know, I've also had like little experiences um, mm. Particularly in our old house when we first moved here to San Antonio, 
stuff moving around on my shelf at night and pots and pans rattling in the kitchen. Hmm. Just really uncomfortable stuff. Is it your view that the the VHS tape was was moved from the bookshelf by the spirit of your grandfather? Because of the silhouette of the since we saw the him silhouette there, I, looked I, I imagine. I don't, I don't know why he would throw a VHS tape, I guess just like an I'm here. When I hear these stories, I want to be really careful with the words that I'm using and that I'm repeating back to you. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe even the words that you're using, because I don't want to misrepresent you. It's not like you were saying that uh, the silhouette was him. Yeah. And I'm wondering, was the silhouette him, or did you see a silhouette and conclude that it was him? Because I think there's a subtle difference there. There is. And okay. it could, it, it's possible that it wasn't him. Hmm. But um, if, you, if you've ever heard of like the sixth sense, or that like women's intuition, that gut feeling, my mother and I both felt, like not only did it look like his silhouette, but we felt like it was his. Because at first I didn't hmm. recognize the shape, you know, hmm. man, okay? Mm-hmm. But then something was like, Grandpa? Okay. That's interesting. You're an interesting guy to talk to. Am I? Yeah. <laughs> Why do you say that? Well, I like the way you think. You seem to be taking everything in very critically. Mm. Uh, you're very observant. Well, yeah, because I want to try to figure out what's true. Mm-hmm. And if spirits and demons are real and, and VHS tapes can be launched from bookshelves by the spirit of my dead grandfather, then I would like to know that. Yet at the same time, if it's, uh, if it's a confluence of events that are unexplained, I personally might be a little bit reluctant to give it an explanation. Mm-hmm. And it seems like you did. And you mentioned the feelings that you and your mom, like you and your mom both reported the feeling of like, I'm now feeling that my grandfather is here. And so like, a, yeah, a VHS tape moving, a silhouette of something that kind of looks like your grandfather, and then a feeling that you both are self-reporting to each other that you're experiencing could definitely lead a person, I think, to conclude that, that there must be something interesting going on. Yeah. But I don't know if I would go the, the next step to say that had to have been my grandfather pulling out the VHS tape. It is unusual. Like, why? Yeah. I mean, if, if I were a ghost, I don't think I'd go around throwing around my family's <laughs> movies. But, right, right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. For me, my experiences that I've had throughout my life have been so real that it kind of baffles me when I meet people who have ad- absolutely none. Like, they totally have not ever seen anything weird like that, haven't sure. felt anything Sure. I would like imagine that. if I experienced that, and then I related it to my friends, and they just rolled their eyes, and they're like, well, you and your mom were out, maybe you were in the heat, and they were giving all these explanations of why yeah, you, yeah. this could have happened. I could understand why people might be suspicious that. of it if and, they didn't experience I it. Yeah, I, I so let me ask you, as a scientifically-minded person, mm-hmm. what do you think would be a really good way of figuring out the truth of the matter? Well, I mean, is there a good way? Like, isn't that why there's still this debate about the supernatural world existing at all? I mean, Mm. to this day, people question whether it's real or not. Some believe and some don't. Um, I find that I attract like-minded people. So my friends, uh, my really close friends, they have all had 
crazy experiences just like I've had. Mm. And I love hearing their stories because it's so genuine. And normally I can like, especially if it was a scary one, like hear the real fear in their voice. And, I, and now, of course, I also sure. know that, you know, humans are, memory is a funny thing and mm. we can make up our own stories and then end up believing them ourselves, like let alone making other people believe in them. So while these memories might be constructed from like a trauma in childhood or something like that, um, the ones that really grabbed me are the ones that I've shared with other people. And again, we were totally coherent and it was like, mm -hmm. that just happened. Mm -hmm. Wow. You know. You said something really interesting there. I think you even posed the question, is there a way? Is there a way that we can tell that this is what's really happening? Mm -hmm. And that, I think it's a, a wonderful question. If there isn't a way to be able to tell what's really happening, should people be coming up with explanations for what is really happening? Should we perhaps resist the temptation to, to come up with an explanation if we don't have a way to validate it and verify it and test it perhaps? Like we might do with the science. Yeah, no, no, I, I totally, totally get it. Um... The only thing that I can say about this, my only thoughts, are that I did try to forget or ignore several of these because I thought I was crazy. And when it persisted, and when I felt what I felt, and feelings, this like squishy human thing, are something complicated in their own. Um, it became very real for me. Mm. So that made me a believer. And I don't particularly care if other people believe or not. The feelings that you have from these experiences are profound. Yes. Yeah. They stick with you. Yeah. You never forget. The feelings are real. It's like being in a car crash. You never forget it. It never leaves you. Sure. And yet with a car crash, we could probably maybe pull up a traffic camera. We might be able to... Exactly. Um, interview witnesses. We can actually inspect the damage. Mm -hmm. You know, we might pull it like there's like these little recorders in cars now too, like to see how fast people Dash were going. One. Yeah. Yeah. I had one too, but it broke and I ended up throwing it out. <laughs> I need to get another one. For the record, I think that all these ghost hunter shows on TV are total crap. Hmm. There's a total. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe we should wrap it up. I think at this point, because yeah. what I'm hoping to do is have three conversations with the same person over the course of the semester oh, yeah? where we have we, we can talk about the same topic with plenty of time in between to think about the conversation and normally i have this thing of uh, it's like a stress ball in the shape of a gear that's three sections and i would offer you one of those three pieces but i forgot them today so i'm so sorry it's okay. but i would offer you one of those and then incentivize you to come back for the other two so if i see you again i'll give you two of them no, it's it's fine. Really. And then maybe we can do another another conversation about this, where we can talk about the difference between the feelings that we're getting when we have these experiences, mm -hmm. and our ability to validate and verify and test what is really truly happening. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anthony, right? That's right. It was nice meeting you. There's my card. Cool. Yeah. Are and you I, usually here? I'm usually in this spot. I'm gonna try to be out here tomorrow and Thursday. Okay. And I'd like you to take one of these magnets too, if you're interested. Cool. It has the words of what I'm doing. It's it's this conversational approach where you use questions to explore a claim. Yeah. 
I really enjoyed talking to you. Yeah. That was really cool. Do you want to give me any feedback? Do you want to know where I stand on the topic? Or do no, you want to I'm, just end it and meet again? I'm interested to know what you're doing here at ETSA. Well, I'm out here interviewing folks. No, but I mean like... Why am I here at this spot? No, I, I mean... <laughs> um, I guess what is your I'm gonna major? grab some water. What's my major? Oh, I'm, I'm long graduated. This oh, is a okay. hobby. Oh, Although I am taking a class. I have one tonight at, at uh, 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Do you have to bolt? Time cut. Well, I don't have to bolt, but I was going to do a couple things before going to class at 12. Okay. Well, I think I'm going to do a few more interviews and then uh, get some lunch. I wish you luck. Thank you so much. Yeah. Bye. Take it easy. Street Epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Bogosian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos.